Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm gonna share what just occurred. Yeah, I think you should. Everything I learn about Sarah is against my will. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. I'm just going to start by saying that. Um, <laughs> so today, I left my room for the first time in like a week. And, <laughs> and you regretted it instantly. I regretted it instantly. Because my room gets actually no natural light. So I came out here to get the 1% natural light that our living room gets. And I keep hearing, like, digging noises coming from Sarah's room in, like, very deep sighs or, like, grunts. And I'm like, first I was like, do I want to know what she's doing? And then I start to, like, remember or, like, familiarize myself with the noises it yeah, was making. Yeah, the more she heard the noises, the more she I was like, like why I've, does this feel familiar? Yeah, like, I've done, this is familiar. I was like, there's no way. So I thought instantly of Cash Cow, the Webkins game. Because, like, the noises were, like, so just, they were, like, not like meowing. It was like some animal noise and then like a ding. Yeah. And I was like, is she playing cash cow from Webkins? And mind you, it's like the most deep size, like this girl's running a marathon or something. I was like, what is she doing? I was losing. <laughs> and I texted this girl like four times. She didn't respond. So I'm like, is she going through something in her room? Like what is happening? Finally, she emerges. She's playing what? What's, what's the game? <clears throat> so it's a Webkins arcade game called pizza palace how do you have a webkins account don't you have to buy an animal to get one no you don't have to no that used to be the case but now you can just get one for free on the thing because it's not really how did you you come to find this information so i really wanted like okay so recently i've been through a tragedy and after that i was kind of like i need to do something to take my mind off of like everything and something super childhood ish so i was looking for club penguin and then I was looking for Pixie Hollow, and I couldn't find either one of them. They don't have online games anymore, or they did, and like now they're they, they got the internet or something first by like Disney, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, so then I found Webkins, and to my delight, to my extreme delight, 
the app was available for download. So I got a bunny and I downloaded it. And now I really like to play the arcade game Pizza Palace. Everything about you is so interesting. And I have, like, cash on there. Like, they gave me free cash, and now I just have it. Like, I will yeah. say, my password for everything that I own is the code from my first webkins, because my parents were divorced, so I memorized it so I could log on to it on my other parents' computer, <laughs> and it's my password for everything still. Um, oh, whoa, that's a long password. Yeah, I never forgot it. But I will say, um, that's very weird. And <laughs> I know. I made a comment about some di- like obscure Disney movie the other day when Sarah and her boyfriend were here. And he like just casually like named the movie and the scene I was talking about. And I was like, what? He goes, oh, me and Sarah just watched it. I was like, oh. <laughs> that's also slightly weird. <laughs> was, it, um, was it Princess and the Frog? I think it was. I think it was. But, like, I, if I asked any other 25-year-old man a question about the new Prince and the Frog, like, the animated version, and they were like, this happened, I would be like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> no, it's very strange. I don't know. I admit that it's weird, for sure. I regret everything. But, but like, I, I don't know. It makes me feel better. <laughs> so, when you, so, when you, so, I just got to know. Okay. In your relationship, was it, like, a conversation where you were, like, I very much enjoy Disney and childlike things, or you just kind of, like... Like, just do it. <laughs> I eased him into it. So okay. on, like, one of our first couple of dates, I was like, I really like Disney, and, like, I like to go to Disney, whatever. But I said, I'm not weird. Like, I'm not, like, a Disney adult, right? I lied, okay? And then, but I, I introduced him to the concept that I like Disney. And he was like, okay, that's totally normal. And then as we continued dating, I kind of introduced more and more red flags into the relationship regarding Disney. And I think he just kind of accepted it at one point, you know? And so now he knows the full scale of, like, the Webkins games and like the Disney trips and everything. And he's not weirded out because I didn't hard launch it. I soft launched it into the relationship. And that's my advice to everybody. If you have something weird about you, I would never just tell anybody straight up. I would just like ease them into it because it helps. The weird thing is my personality. So I can't really hide that. Yeah, no, you're screwed. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Like personality. What are you talking about? Well, like when I go on first dates, it's actually very interesting because I not like I, I have been on a lot of them. If I had to do the math, it'd probably be depressing, so I'm not going to. But I have, like, a 99% success rate on my side. Like, I'm so good at first dating because I have no, like, filter. Like, I just like to talk to people. And I think it goes well. And, like, I think that they think it goes well. So why don't I have a boyfriend? <laughs> I can I, always chalk it up to my personality. <laughs> for some weird reason, I've never been able to picture you on a first date. I've been able to picture you on dates, but never on a first date. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't... Because I think we're so close that I can't... And same with our roommate, Chance. Like, I can never imagine them meeting somebody for the first time. It's like... <laughs> it's like, I get so comfortable. Okay, if it's a girl, I get kind of scared. Because, like, I know girls are, like, scarier. I don't know. Not that I go and appreciate the girls. I mean, like, meeting girls. Yeah. Like, my girl... Like, my friend's girlfriends. I well, get more... We're in, girls' girls, yeah. I feel like. So, that's also... But if it's, like, a romantic setting... Like, I have no problem. I'm comfortable out the bat. I'm never uncomfortable. Even if the guy's, like, really, really weird, I know that I'm cool, so I just, like, bring the coolness to the conversation. I mean, your name is Sydney Winter. Like, yeah. imagine how intimidating <laughs> that is to go on a first date with Sydney Winter. Yeah. I strongly believe that. Thank you. Um, what were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm weird. I got... <laughs> oh. Uh, no, you should but... never give up that you're weird on the first date, only, like, the fourth or the fifth date, and then when you do, ease it in slowly. Yeah. It's, it's just weird, though, because I feel like I can just bring it. I bring what needs to be brought yes. to the first date. And then you I'm kind of like, okay, why aren't you obsessed with me? <laughs> <laughs> and then I get concerned. 
<laughs> my personality is in my face. And then you get the ick that they're not yeah. like, I would kill myself to be with you. It was like thing. the ones that end up deliking me. I'm like, that was the worst first date ever. Why would you want to do that and see me again? I don't want to see you again. So why? Why is this happening? Who said that one of our ex-podcast hosts said that, like, they want a guy to, like, kill themselves over her? And I was like, oh, like, don't actually say that. Yeah, it's giving Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that one. That makes no sense. Um, no sense. No money. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, had to, I don't know what's wrong with me today. Um, oh, you know what? We have to talk about the, <laughs> the bitty boobs. Okay, yeah. so Sunday, a mere three days ago, because we're recording this on Wednesday, we got a huge shipment of Muddy Bites in, because we were talking to Muddy Bites, we're like, we want to try them. I'm not kidding, they sent us, I think, 10 bags. They sent us two bags of all five flavors. I went into, so my roommate, our roommate Chance loves to snack. So I was like, naturally, I'm going to be like, look, you could feel free to have some, you know? I walked to her room, and I was like, look, there's so many try them of course she took one bag out of the box <laughs> and i put the nine other ones back into the pantry it is now three days later and they're all gone <laughs> there's like two in a bag somewhere and she was like oh i was like never mind i like she could have eaten all of them i don't care i just want to take a picture of the bag first I thought I had time. Oh, I'm bored. No, she had no idea. It was actually so sad. And it was so cute because we're, uh, we're, Cindy and I are both sitting at the table and we were like, Chance, can you get us like the bag of the bit of boobs? And she goes into the cabinet and she's like, guys, I think I ate them all. And I was like, no, no, just the bag. And she's like, those are gone. And there were 10 bags. I was like, oh, it kills me though. It was the cutest thing. She felt so bad. No, there was no way for her to know, but it was actually so funny. Like the whole thing was very sitcommy. I also like, thought I that she like made it into like her own checks mix. Like there was marshmallow yeah. in there. I was like, did you make your own checks mix? I'm right here. Yeah, Chance is listening to the podcast, by the way. That is so funny. If you missed last episode or if you're new, hi, I'm Sarah, that's Sydney, and we do this mini-series called Advice in Public every once in a while where we post on our Instagram stories a prompt where it's like, shoot your any questions about life, relationships, friends, family, work, school, whatever, our way, and we're going to do our best to pretend to be therapists and answer them. Just kidding. Um, and then you do, and we uh, anonymously answer your questions on the podcast, usually in like two parts. So that is what we're doing today. This is part two. I'm actually kind of laughing because I'm like reading the questions before we start. And one of them was like, please do a girl talk podcast. And in my head, I was like, I don't know what that means. Also, that's every podcast. About to say, like, girl, all right, isn't that what we usually do? Because we two girls and we talk in. But I looked up just to like, maybe I missed something. <laughs> so I looked up what is girl talk. The first you thing, definitely written by man. He said, girl talk is senseless conversation. Like gossip and recipes. <laughs> <laughs> what? How did you get from gossip yeah, to recipes? All the girls get together and discuss the casserole. <laughs> what? <laughs> lots of lots of who's hot and who's not. <laughs> what do you put in your baked ziti? Really? Is that hot? It is it not? <laughs> I, I just want to know who wrote this. Oh my god! So I'm making me wheeze. No, the, he put. He, that's what he said. <laughs> then he so put funny. example. He's so good. He's so bad. He does it in the sack. Blah, blah, blah. What? I know. What, is, what? what happens in the sack? I just looked it up on Google. That was the first thing that came up. Oh. 
literally. Our group chat is like, I got a burp. Yeah, I just pooped. <laughs> no, it is a lot of poop talk. <laughs> and it's like, oh, look, it's a wedding. Okay, so this is what Cora says. Girl talk generally consists of things that make your average man squirm. Why does it have to be about a man? Sorry. Or they want to fix it and shut up already, or they can't relate and are bored to tears. What? No, these men get angry and open Cora, and they're like, I got to got this bigger at your woman today. This one's good. Um, this is what Reddit says. Girl talk is a term for cabal, st- cabal, 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 style meetings to discuss geopolitical stressors that can be leveraged to spark major cascading series of events. I hope that needs a period. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised to get that from Reddit. Wait, this is so funny. Metro says, period problems, general vaginal topics, S-E-X. There will be comparisons, lack of equality, work stuff, gross beauty stuff. Oh my God, eyeliner. (laughs) (laughs) I got this duochrome I shot it the other day. It's crazy. Before we start, um, I feel like you're going to say something serious. I don't know if I've ever been serious. I don't know. (laughs) Did you see the Zendaya trailer that came out last night? Yes. Where the two like, guys were like eating her neck. Yeah, I was like, ew, who are they? I know. This just makes me so sad. I'm so glad that she finally gets to play a hot character because I don't know what we were doing for the first five years. So ever since Shake It Up, they're making my girl Chandler look grungy. Like, yeah. would be cute. And so I'm glad we, we got there. And she's like a tennis baddie, Bob. Rihanna was playing in the background. It's a girl's dream. Who are these two random boys? I was like, we could have gotten a little like cute men in here. I want to know everything that's going on. I like the kind of gender reverse roles because, you know, usually it's like the guy star with the two girls having a threesome or whatever. So I'm really happy about that. But also, who are these men? I want to know. Are they dating? Are they both dating her? Are they all dating each other? Or is nobody dating and it's just for funsies? Well, I have to say is that um, as someone who watched the whole trailer, I can tell you what the entire movie is. Oh, really? The trailer was like 15 minutes long and i'm telling you it was the whole movie from beginning to end i didn't watch the trailer i I saw like a teaser on tiktok all the comments were like i just watched the whole movie (laughs) like (laughs) they told you every single plot point and how it ends how so don't spoil anything but for those who haven't seen it like what could you tell us to expect she was like a tennis player like a big tennis player and she gets injured and she meets these two guys who are also tennis players and they're both obsessed with her so they want both one her to be their girlfriend she ends up marrying one she's with the other and then she gets like badly injured and so now like the guys are competing to be like number one and the guy knows that she's cheating on him with the other guys other guys aren't friends anymore and she's a bob at the end sickening (laughs) that's funny does she have a bob the whole thing or does she get a bob as an act of rebellion she gets a bob after she breaks her knee oh because that's what bad bitches do they get bobs they get oh hey i got a bob recently I kind of have a bob. Not by choice. <laughs> you do not a have bob a bob with bangs. You're a bad bitch without a bob. That's okay. Period. That was so many bees. I know. Bouncing. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we're going to the video. Okay. Um, that was our segment on TV and film <laughs> and yes. pop culture in general. Welcome to Culture Corner. Corner. Culture Corner. Um, allow. And that's how Sydney sees, sees it. it. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. So next up, um, how to find the balance between eating healthy, working out, but also enjoying life, drinking, etc. So I've been on this journey the past few months because you're always on a journey. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's kind so of I'm inspiring. an explorer. Yeah. I'm an investigator. <laughs> you're a I'm conquistador. A <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of my arm. Yeah, I, that's where I've been the last, like, six or so months, as I was telling everyone last season, because I used to be the kind of girl who um, never worked out. I'd work out, like, once every month, and I just prayed that I would stay fit. And, you know, naturally, I did not. Um, they had, like, a really bad relationship with food. Like, on one end, I'd be the kind of person I would eat, like, once a day, and it'd be, like, chips. But on the other hand, I would eat like five times a day because food was my comfort. So it was a lot of trying to figure out all of that. But I got really into working out this year. Um, I pretty much went almost every day or like four to five days a week. I'm not going right now because my gym is being crazy, but I'll go back soon. But um, I have a friend who's a personal trainer and she made me like a personalized little plan so I knew what I had to do. I had options of what to do, and it just became more about me committing to it. So law school is very stressful, obviously. So it was, like, my one way to, like, kind of regulate myself in the morning. So I'd wake up at, like, 5 almost every morning and go to the gym. Um, I'm the first to say I am not the kind of person that likes the gym. I think people that like working out are weird. <laughs> I agree, And need to get checked out, because why do you like being pushed to the brink of death? Also, why do so many people like working out? Like, gym rats? They're no. in the, up in that gym for four hours. I have a theory. It's impossible to like the gym. And um, you just hate yourself. It's impossible to be a gym <laughs> rat. You just like the way your body looks because of the gym, is what I will say. <laughs> um, like, men that are like, it just keeps me sane. You need to go to therapy. <laughs> Lifting a weight and throwing a ball are not going to regulate your emotions. Oh, my God. I feel like going to the gym, we're so sorry. We don't mean it, but we do. No, I we do don't. mean it. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't enjoy the process of working out, but I do like feeling good about myself after. And, like, I lost a lot of weight. And as you guys know, I was struggling with my weight for a while. So it feels nice to, like, have people recognize my um, results, obviously. But it's more so about, like, feeling healthier and knowing that working out isn't just about how your body you can be skinny and be unhealthy you can be not skinny and be healthy so I think it's more so about just like putting yourself in the best position to be healthy like mentally physically de-stress and like for long-term reasons and I'm also the kind of person like people are like oh my god you can't drink like I will say that I would say I'm sober curious (laughs) I'd like to say because I don't really like drinking I don't drink very often 
Um, like when I go out, I'll probably have like max one drink, but I'm just not a person that enjoys drinking around the way it makes me feel. So I think that obviously being in New York and being an undergrad um, the last four years, like drinking became like a hobby and I like obviously played into that. I think it took me like exploring my relationship with health and with myself to realize that I just don't like that for me. Like I'll have a glass of wine or like I'll have a drink I got with my friends, but like I'm not going to search for it or have like five drinks in one night just not who I am so I think that's kind of what helped me balance that out with like eating healthier working out so I think obviously do what you want don't think that having one drink out with your friends or enjoying yourself or going out to eat or having a piece of cake is going to destroy your health or make you think that you're not going to be fit anymore that's not really how life works but I think just realizing that life is all about balance you need to balance things that you want to do and enjoy doing with trying to have healthy habits and that's you know, working out, going for a run, doing cardio, doing yoga, going to a dance class, um, having a salad, you know? So I think it's more so about finding a balance that works for you instead of trying to, like, follow these TikTok, Instagram nutritionists who have no idea what they're talking about. Because obviously, nutrition is different for everyone depending on, like, your body size, your ethnicity, your race, your body composition, etc. So I think it's more so figuring out what works best for you and not following people who drink like chlorophyll and stuff every morning and all this stuff because that might work stuff for them. Stuff that's proven like not really to have like, any... Like these people aren't scientists. Yeah. They're just Instagram girls who are skinny and are fit and that I was about to say, them, sure, remember but... like some people start their um, health journeys already <clears throat> having like a certain societally accepted body type, if that makes sense. So it's like if you try chlorophyll or something like that, like a random trend it doesn't work for you, it's like, well... It probably didn't work for them either. They yeah. might have already just looked that way. Even things like L-glutamine. Like, L-glutamine is only going to work for you if you have stomach problems. If you have a healthy stomach, it's not going to do anything because you already have glutamine in your body. So, like, what helped for me is that, obviously, I had, like, my own training plan. But also, I only followed people on TikTok or Instagram who, one, are, like, registered dietitians. People that haven't gone through, like, school and training or whatever. And even so, I wouldn't follow every single one. I follow ones that look like me or, like, have the same body type as me so, like, I can understand we're on the same page here. But same thing with TikTok is, like, I don't really follow these Instagram gym girlies who weigh 80 pounds and work out 18 times a week. Like, I follow people who have a normal lifestyle, go to work and go to school and, like, squeeze workouts in when they can. Because I know they have a similar lifestyle to me or similar body type. So I think finding what works for you personally and, like, what you can align with your lifestyle is really important. Not just, like, following. Like, what's that one girl's name who's, like, the ab girl? Like, Chloe Ting. Oh, or Chloe like, Ting, yeah. What's Chloe that Ting name? workout. Um, Alexis Ren. Yeah. Like, I used to, in high school, be like, oh, if I do this... 25 minute ab workout with no breaks i'm look just like her no we have very different body types very different expectations and i'm not gonna look like her if i do that and that's okay i don't want to look like that i don't look like myself you know so i'm just finding realistic um things to work towards and finding your own balance is important i completely agree with everything you just said and so my advice is going to be nothing that cindy said so we can have like a little bit of variety here um, the first one is something that you already touched on and I would say just literally stay off TikTok and Instagram when it comes to like day in the lives and people who don't, people who have like unrealistic standards and stuff like that. So not only people with different body types, I would say, which is fine to an extent, but not only that, I would say people who like, um, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought. People who, oh yeah, like do like 75 hard, for example. And you know, that does, that's not going to work with your lifestyle. It's like, don't follow people like that because 
it's gonna you cannot help but compare it's like a human thing so I would just say if you cut it out of your social media cycle in general it's gonna be a lot healthier for your mind going into like my own advice the first thing I always tell people is to listen to your body because if your body is tired and doesn't want to go to the gym it'll tell you like it's okay to take a day off it's okay to take like a couple days off it's okay to take a week off if you really need it like if you're going through something or if you're just not like if you're just tired maybe you couldn't sleep last night um maybe something happened like I don't know there are so many reasons why your body would tell you it wants a pizza or why your body would tell you it wants a salad or why your body would be like I need to get up and move right now or I need a nap etc it's like I would say don't feel bad for like wanting to do on paper unhealthy things because sometimes your body just like literally needs that also the two things that are often so underrated is drinking water and getting enough sleep. Get eight hours of sleep. I promise you it is going to change your life if you do not already. Some people can't because they have sleeping issues. Some people take sleeping pills. Great. But like it, people, if you do, if you have the capability to have like a normal sleeping cycle and you don't, I promise it'll change your life. I did not have a healthy sleeping cycle in college, like in the earlier years. And then senior year, I learned what REM was. And now it's just like, I feel so much healthier. I feel so much more awake. I drink less coffee. I just like feel less anxious, less jittery. So just like drinking enough water is so important. Cindy can tell you about that. She carry, she used to carry around like this huge water bottle with like marks about how many, what is it like liters you're supposed to drink a day? What like, was that? I had to drink a certain amount by a certain time, which was cute, but I had to pee every four seconds. So also I know that the question mentioned drinking Certain alcohols are healthier and have less sugar and less calories than other alcohols do. For example, White Claws, they only have 100 calories. Tequila sodas at a bar, like one of the healthiest drinks you can get at a bar. Like obviously alcohol isn't inherently healthy, but if you are trying to like change some dietary things that's going on, like there are healthier alcohols than others. It's just a fact. Um, I would also say, speaking of like sharing a common goal with people, have healthy people in your life. I remember like when I had a toxic friend group, my lifestyle choices got so much better upon entering a healthier friend group, upon dating someone who is like healthier for me and just like changing my mindset in general. If you have healthy people in your life that reflect your goals and your morals and your values, that helps a ton. Also, I think we actually have this as an episode planned for the next few weeks about alcohol and soberness. But I will say just very quickly, because we'll probably go into more depth about this in later episodes. One thing that helped for me is like when I go out with my friends, I would often ask myself like, why am I drinking? So true. Like, am I drinking because I want to or because I think I needed to have fun or only because my friends are doing it? And it ended up being probably the latter. So when I go out now, I just get a Coke. And it's like, no one asks me why I'm not drinking. I save so much money. I still have fun and feel like myself and wake up feeling happy dappy, not hungover. And I'll just order a regular Coke and I feel great. So that's something that I do, honestly. Also, the sober curious, like, honest conversation about drinking episode is going to be so cool as people who have different, not like outlooks on drinking, but different lifestyle choices with drinking. Like Sydney definitely drinks less than I do. And we choose to do like different activities on the weekends. Like I more inhabit bars and stuff like that. That's going to be interesting too, having two perspectives. So look out for that episode because that's coming soon, I think. Best New York City apartment hunting tips. Okay. That's a fat glass of water. I know. I have two glasses of water with me. I was wondering that. <laughs> I actually go up and get one. And I was like, do you have two glasses of water? <laughs> um, I would say to start just like after thinking about it a little, one thing 
I would say is beware if you are apartment hunting in the summer. Sydney and I have never not apartment hunted in the summer and we've had to learn a few different things. One is that it is the definition of rush hour with apartment hunting. Everybody is looking for an apartment in the summer. That means more broker's fees, more competition, more stress in general. Um, And if you have to do it, you have to do it. Sydney and I always have, but just like be forewarned. Also, speaking about broker's fees, be careful that you don't get scammed because Sydney and I, I'll give like a personal anecdote and then I'll be done with my portion of the question answering. Sydney and Chance and I were looking for an apartment. This one Street Easy listing did not say it didn't have a broker's fee, but it didn't say that it does have one, which usually they do have to kind of disclaim that on the listing. So we were really excited. We kind of assumed there wasn't a broker's fee because when the broker showed us the apartment and we were texting, whatever, um, like he didn't mention it at all. And then we sent in our applications. We were like this close to getting the apartment basically in the process. And he texts us and he's like, oh, it's okay if like my broker's fee is two months rent plus security, right? And we were like, uh, no, we thought there wasn't one because you never brought one up. There wasn't one listed on the whatever. Whole big misunderstanding on his part for sure. But he was so rude about it. Turned into such an asshole when we didn't agree. And I would say just look out for stuff like that also budget for it because especially in the summer brokers fees are going to be there and they're they're going to be there most of the time summer or not because it's new york city and it's going to be expensive but um like just budget for it because most of the time it's one month's rent plus like security deposit so just keep that in mind and not even i'm not talking about a broker that you have individually like just for you a broker that may not even come to your listing is going to charge you a broker's fee okay i'm gonna rapid fire random things go one like i said about summer yes um most people do move here in the summer because it's intern season so people will be cycling out so while yes it's kind of hard to find an apartment in the summer that does mean there's more there's more listings in general more competition but more listings Yeah, yeah like there's more apartments being listed at the end of the summer because people are leaving one two um Oh, that's such a good tip. End of the summer is the sweet spot. Like yeah. August, September because of school and interns. That's so true. Because people are like all moving out. Same with graduation season. People, a lot of people are leaving New York because of school. So look then. Two, um, New York is not like any other city. Most cities you'd look months before you move. Um, at New York. At New York. <laughs> in New York, usually um, the listing will say that you have to move in the next like. It's either available now or in the next two weeks. So if you're not ready to move in now, you're going to be wasting your money. So start looking like the month or a few weeks before you're gonna move to New York or move apartments. Um, Three, every apartment has a broker's fee. The the only difference is, is that, especially during COVID, but still somehow in some places it's still frequent, is that the landlords will just pay the broker's fee on their own. That's not as common anymore, so do expect the broker's fee. It's usually like a month's rent or a month's rent plus something like this, or like 15% of a year's fee. Something like that is a lot of money and it's really annoying, split it with roommates. Four, do not get a one bedroom or a studio if you can live with someone else. Like get a two bed or three bedroom, be a lot cheaper. And there's also areas in New York that are cheaper. Like we live on the Upper West Side slash Harlem area. And if, when I tell people that rent that we're paying, even people that live on like school housing or my friends who live in like West Village, they're like their jaws drop because we're paying literally half of what they're paying for an apartment three times the size because we live, we're in an area that's cheaper than where they are. Like East Village, West Village, Chelsea, Lower East Side right now are all insane. So if you want to live there, be prepared to pay $8,000 for a two-bedroom apartment. Um, six, real estate agents here can sometimes be kind of mean, but some of them are really, really helpful. Like there are some who I've like reached out to about one apartment and they sent me like 10 others and they're very like willing to help. So it just find someone that works with your like rift, your group, what you're looking for. Um, yeah, that's all I have. 
That was good. Really rapid fire. I liked it. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay. Situationship calls me his girlfriend, but never has actually asked me, LOL, what do I do? Um, it's like weird now is that I feel like when I was like eight, I thought that like when anyone proposed to you for you to be their girlfriend. And it is a little bit weird because like half of my friends that do have boyfriends or partners or girlfriends, there was like a very formal asking of like, would you like to be my girlfriend with like flowers and a cake? But the other half, they just started calling each other that and there wasn't really anything formal. <laughs> I think that, like, the rules for dating right now are so convoluted that there isn't really, like, one set way to do things. I think it's more so a conversation that has to be had. So they'll just pull them aside and be like, so, like, are we official now? Are we exclusive? Are we girlfriend and girlfriend? Like, whatever. And have it be done that way. Because people won't really ask because I feel like they need to if it feels natural. Agreed. But also, oh congrats. God. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so funny. I would say it depends on, like, what you want the outcome to be. Do you want to actually be, like, the girlfriend or do you want to just keep things casual? Um, I've been in that situation before, and I would say, like, this seems like the most obvious solution, but just, like, have a conversation and be like, oh, so we never really talked about this. Like, if you want to actually be the girlfriend, that's awesome. And I would just say, like, leave it alone then. Or maybe still bring it up and be like, oh, yeah, you never actually asked me. Like, blah, blah, blah. Because that might give him some incentive to do something about it, like take you out to a nice dinner and ask or whatever. Um, or I would say if you w- did want to keep things casual, be like, hey, I really appreciate you wanting to like take things forward and move, progress in the relationship. And I really like where we're at, but I do need to take things slow. And it's not that I want to stop seeing you. Make that very clear because men do not understand that sometimes. Be like, it's not that I want to stop seeing you. It's just that like I like where we are and I would like to stay here for a little bit and just appreciate the time that we have. And I don't want to move too fast because that might overall like affect the relationship if that makes sense and I like you and I want to keep doing what we're doing oh no one's ever told me that oh Sydney I like you and I want to keep doing what we're doing (laughs) you know how I feel about men I know I feel like if we were all lesbians things would be things would be so much easier you know I do I do wonder because these men it's so funny this one girl posted on TikTok the other day she was like oh you know all my straight girlfriends are always like 
I uh, wish I liked girls and all this stuff because they think women are more emotionally like in tune and it's not true. I'm here to no. debunk it, et cetera, et cetera. I and have lesbian I friends that are like, don't do it. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Exactly. I agree. Um, or yeah, like I do too. And it was just funny to hear. And I'm like, great. We're all screwed. doesn't matter. I just turned 20. Oh, this isn't, this is another question. Okay. Sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I like the launch, you know, yeah. just get right on in there. Um, okay. Next question. I just turned 20 and I'm a virgin. I've always wanted my first time to be meaningful, but I feel so late. What should I do? Um, that's an age-old predicament. I would say watch the TV show, what is it, Tell Me Lies? Because just not for like any... <laughs> I was like, wait. No, <laughs> not for like advice, but just so, you know, you do not feel the aloneness. I would say watch that TV show because there's the one girl in it who uh, went to college and she was like, she felt like really out of the loop because everyone had, had sex in high school and she was like, oh my God. I need to do it right now. Don't ever feel like pressured to match this kind of societally expected lose your virginity moment because everybody has a different experience and it's just, it's so not fair to compare yourself, especially regarding sex. Sex is so, it's just different. It's very vulnerable and you do have to like treat your body like something that is very special because it is and everyone everyone deserves to just like be on their own time with sex in particular and like with their body so that includes like any sexual activity masturbation etc like you are on your own clock I would say you can look up advice and stuff on the internet or like porn or whatever just actually to just I don't know get tips or something but don't feel pressured that's the first thing I would say and second of all Everybody who loses their virginity for the first time, I feel like, has a different experience. Some are just, some are like, my first time was so bad, wish I'd never done it. Some are like, my first time was so bad, but I'm happy I got it over with so I could start being good at sex. Other people have been like, my first time was so good, slay. Like, really, I mean, everybody has a different experience, but you are absolutely not alone, for sure. Like, I know a lot of people who have not lost their virginity yet, and I'm 22, so I would say don't worry about it. And try to relax. I know it's hard in a society that perpetuates losing your virginity at, like, 16 but I would say just take a deep breath you know try to find some other stories like yours on the internet and appreciate your sexuality because it's it's something really special girl you're literally missing nothing don't feel like you're rushing or like you're late because I think once you add like physical intimacy to things while it is like a beautiful thing with the right person and also complicates a lot and your life a lot ugh, tell you when you have your first OBGYN appointment you're gonna feel violated but whatever um <laughs> Yeah, so don't feel like you're late. Like, you're on your own timeline. Like, I didn't even have my first kiss until senior year of high school. And I thought that I was late. And trust me, I could have waited another five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't feel like you're late whatsoever. And like Sarah said, like, some people do value it. Like, I thought it, I wanted mine to be meaningful. Um, I don't even speak to the person anymore. So I feel like don't make it in your head in sense of, like, it needs to be meaningful at, like, a certain time or, like, with a certain person or, like, whatever. I think just do it on your own time. That's what's important. Like some people, like Sarah said, don't think it's meaningful. Some people do. Some people want to get over with. Some people don't. So I feel like don't try and morph what you're doing to other people's expectations. Keep your own at the forefront. Because if you don't want to, you don't want to. If you do, you do. Um, Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. So as long as you're like being safe and it's on your own time and you feel safe, then like that's really all that matters. You're not really late, behind, ahead, like whatsoever. Um, Because really, who are we competing against? You know? So, yeah, I say just do it on your own timeline. And when you're ready, you're ready, you know? Also, one more thing. One one personal advice anecdote 
is, and try to read between the lines here, it will be very easy, is that I, if I were to advise you, I'm not a sex therapist, I don't know everything, but what really helped me with my first time was getting to know yourself before you get to know yourself with somebody else. Do you know what I mean? It really helps on a lot of levels. It helps with your confidence. It helps with your big O. It helps with all the little O's. It really does. And it made me feel better going into it. So that's my very like personal you advice. Even in other contexts, I feel like, especially at our age or like where we're at, it's very easy to get taken advantage of if you don't know what is supposed to be going on. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even when I was... 19 whatever is that supposed to happen like this like it's fine but like no I want it to have a very certain way because it's my body you know so I think just being comfortable with yourself knowing what you're expecting is really really important kind of like Sarah said but yeah and don't ever be afraid to say no no mm-hmm. <laughs> no 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 I wish <laughs> so no Sydney's favorite word literally nar so and I respect her for it Also, if you are going to do internet research, because I know that I mentioned it before, but I do want to clarify, there are a ton of women-run, led, just like women-involved sites out there that you can get this information from. Don't go on like Cosmopolitan, please. Like, I mean, not that Cosmopolitan isn't isn't woman-led or like obviously women work there, but just like it's such basic advice. I would say if you really want to get to the nitty-gritty of things, make sure you're getting your sources not from a man. Yeah. Even in terms of like safety, like even Planned Parenthood has like a lot of information like different options you can take to make sure that you're safe and things like that yeah you're this person said um i like this boy but he's really shy and awkward but i want to talk to him how do i start things what should i do i love awkward people and it's weird because some days i'm an introvert some days i'm an extrovert as you all know it just (laughs) depends on how i woke up like i said earlier about first dates i am such an extrovert on first dates and a lot of the guys i go out with because i like intellectual men are very awkward and shy and i love it i think it's so fun and i think that for example like i went on a date um like last week and the guy's a little bit older but he's so attractive so nice with such good conversation and i literally asked him i was like why are you single like i'm just a little bit confused and he was like well it's actually i'm very shy and very awkward and I just like don't want to go up to people to meet them so it's a little bit awkward sometimes like getting comfortable with someone which is I would have never known because we were talking for literally like three and a half hours about like film movies like all this stuff I would have never thought that he was awkward whatsoever I think that sometimes it just takes someone taking them out of their shell and that's like as easy as going up to someone and be like hi like how are you blah 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 whatever and like my old roommate chance will tell you like all of the people that were quote-unquote awkward or shy in our high school I was so close with because I love talking to people who are shy um and I remember I told the story on the podcast before I think but at my high school graduation there was a kid who was like very into like anime and video games and I didn't really talk that much and he was our class speaker I don't really know why actually I think he like signed up and people voted or something and he said in his speech he was like I was so awkward at the school like I really feel comfortable like I didn't know anyone I came in because like my school was like k through 12 and so he's like, I came in a lot later than everyone else. So I didn't have like a lot of friends. But there was one person who would always talk to me in our science class. And um, it's funny because like when this was happening, I was like, this kid has to hate me. So I would just literally blab my mouth to him every single day. Oh, I bet he really appreciated that, yeah. honestly. But he would just look at me. So I'd be like, okay, whatever. Oh, that's so funny. Um, and then he said in this speech that like, even though I might not have seemed like he appreciated it, it made the difference in him like being comfortable here. And I, if you look at my graduation pics, I was like really sobbing in the front row because 
he mentioned my name, but whatever. Um, so I think just it takes, like, it might seem like they're not really receptive, but I think just extending a hand, like a kind word, just being like, hi, how are you, starting a conversation will make the role of a difference because sometimes they're just introverted in the sense that they don't really know you or, like, know this, like, situation. But once you get comfortable with them, like, they'll open up, like, a little book. I know. I completely agree. I have this little game that I like to play when I meet shy people for the first time is I like to break them, which sounds really bad, but I don't mean oh. like that at all. No, no, no. It's like, um, it, especially if it's a person that won't give me a smile, I kind of like to just try and make them smile as much as possible. And I consider it a personal accomplishment when they end up do smiling or like laughing or just letting loose a little bit. I love shit like that because I think everybody needs to be able to feel comfortable like in their own skin. And I like helping with that process. One thing about Sydney and I that I think is one of our best soft skills and qualities in general is that we make people feel very comfortable about themselves from just being nice and considerate on one level to asking a bunch of questions, making the other person feel like important because they are, it's, it's very, and and you don't get that a lot in society. I feel like, um, because we are a shallow people and as like a community, as a universe. And I think getting down to the nitty gritty and making other people feel like they can be vulnerable in front of you is a really good skill to have, whether it's a job interview or just someone you're meeting for the first time or that shy kid in your class. It's like, no, I mean, we can drop the mask for a second and actually be ourselves. It's good. Yeah, I think vulnerability takes comfort. And if you provide that comfort to someone, they'll open up. But yeah, um, people are so funny. And like I'm, like I said earlier, like I don't know if I'm introvert or extrovert. I think I'm just a vert. Yeah. I'm so awkward. Like I'm the kind of person where like if I don't know what to say, I just say every single thought that comes into my head. And everyone's like, oh, wow, okay. So it could be one of those situations where like, I come off as awkward, but I'm not in my head. So that's really all that matters. <laughs> so sometimes they might seem awkward, but might just be like, they don't really know how to approach your personality or how to talk to you. So as long as you make them feel comfortable, it should be fine. I'm awkward in very specific scenarios. Like, scenarios. Whoa. <laughs> like, Are you in Harry what? Potter? <laughs> scenario <laughs> no like what was that one situation where oh I'm okay this is when I'm awkward I just remembered I'm awkward when I can't hear you because I have really yeah. bad hearing and what? I am never awkward I'm such an extrovert I think I took the test and I was like 98% extrovert which is actually frightening and that's why I annoy people but when I cannot hear you because I have bad hearing because I listen to music on high and I'm gonna regret that when I'm older but when I can't hear you my eyes go glossy and my mind goes blank and instead of asking what I just say I like respond with what I think you said and 99.999% of the time I'm wrong what was that one thing we were at where no, are she's we like, at you can where? tell there's nothing behind them eyes she's just be no, nodding yeah. with a smile on her face and it's like my nice. eyes go glossy where were we oh when the that, restaurant yeah when that one waiter was and this like, guy was like can I take your plate she's like I ordered lobster and he was like what and she just sat there smiling and I was like oh See, that's the thing. It's like, even the most, like, confident and extroverted people are awkward, too. Yeah. So. Exactly. You know? And just, like, very majorly awkward. And, oh, I'm clumsy. That's another way that I'm awkward. Like, I drop things and I spill things on myself a lot. So that can be very awkward when you're in, like, a party or a room full of people. I don't know. Like, when I talk to men, most women have that thing in your brain that's like, hey, don't say that. Yeah, I don't have that. You don't have, is it, is it called a filter? <laughs> yeah, not even necessarily that. Like, oh. I filter sometimes. Like when I'm mad, I just say whatever I want to say. I heard you say some like horrific things when you're mad at somebody before. Okay, for context. Oh, like, I... fit, like your sister or something. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Sydney's only... not a bully. I promise that's not what I meant. There are two people in this world that I 
have ever gotten that mad at. And it's my ex because he was awful me to me and deserved it. And my sister because she's my sister. We're good now, though. Okay, good. <laughs> that is so funny. I keep getting these DMs from promoters, and they're like, Ainsworth After Dark. Uh, and I'm like, do no. you want a boat? Literally. No. Yeah. I don't know you. <laughs> do you want to go on my boat? Oh, I saw this hilarious video. This is just, this is our last aside. This hilarious video on TikTok where this guy was filming the line outside of Hair of the Dog, and then he put the camera on himself and goes, these people, like, who in their right minds thinks, oh, I just gotta go to the hair of the dog tonight i just have to get in there so badly i love it him. made me laugh he has the funniest content like here's that chanel going up in williamsburg and he was like thank you it's not him but i get why you thought it was him because no. i love him too he did the original video the guy who i know that you're talking about that just posted that yes one. every single comment on that video is you're copying this exact video that he made because that's what oh, he really? went viral mcclintock is the other guy I know that's why he went viral, but I didn't know... Like, word for word, the exact same video. Really? Yeah. That was my TikTok drama for yesterday. Wait, that's crazy. Why would you do that? And he ran from Montauk to Manhattan for, like, no reason. So I love him. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, yeah. Isn't he a runner, the original guy who did the video? But, like, for fun. Like, oh. just, that's, like, 131 miles. See, like, people like that. I don't I don't know about you. Yeah. <laughs> you scare me like, a little why bit. Like, why would you... What would possess you to do that? Yeah. Okay, last question. Yes, we have time for one more. Advice on making new friends while staying true to yourself as a freshman in college? Oh, that's a really sweet question. I did not do that. So I would say, like, what not to do is settle down too quickly. So I would say the same goes with relationships and friend groups. I was friends and formed a really toxic friend group with the people who I met day one. And I would say, while that does work out for some people, like some people... Um, who I know really well have been friends or like are still acquaintances with people they met on like day one at NYU. But for me personally in college, that friend group turned out to be one of the worst things that ever happened to me for so many reasons. Like they introduced me to my toxic ex and they whatever, like it was just an awful situation all around. And I would just say like, keep your, keep an open mind. Like don't not go to like plans with somebody else because you were so focused on like this one friend group that you met day one of college. So I would say keep an open mind. Don't settle down with one friend group, like, too soon. I would say behavior is key. Like, that phrase, you are who your friends are, rings so true. So, like, my friend group, that's another thing about my old friend group is they were into a lot of bad stuff. And I'm not going to be specific, but I'm sure you guys know it's freshman year of college, et cetera. Like, I also was kind of not, like, forced, but, like, peer pressure to take part in those activities a little bit to hang out with these people. So it was just very, like... I would say make sure that the people align with your morals and values. And if not, it is truly time to find another friend group. Like, I swear you are not destined to have, like, certain type of friends. Pick the friends who you feel align best with, like, your personality, your going out habits, and your core morals and values. Because think about it. You are going to a new place for the first time. Most likely moving out of your new home. Most likely moving to a new city. If you don't have your morals and values, what do you have? You know? My one thing is the power of no. I, so I consider this to be a very rare trait that I have. All people don't have it. I do not get FOMO. I really do not care. Oh, it's the best. Like, hearing about Sydney's no FOMO is, it's awesome because I have major FOMO. Like, a lot of people will, will put themselves in situations where they shouldn't be or aren't comfortable because they're scared of missing out. But in my head, I'm like, what am I missing out on? I love my bed. I'm good. Like, so when people would, like, participate in things that I'm not comfortable in, the power of being like, okay, cool, I'm going to head out. We're like, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to go. It's so simple. Some people just don't, I don't know. 
But I think the power of no is a very important thing to discover the power of at a very early time. And so people are doing things you're not comfortable with. Peace out. Like, what are you really missing? Nothing. So I think keep that in mind. You can always say no to people. And like Sarah said, like sometimes your people come at a later time. So don't feel like pressure to be in a group of people that don't align with like your values or your beliefs just because you want to have people to hang out with. Like they'll come in due time. I promise. You're not tied down to anything. A man, a school, a girl, friends, family. And like I got really involved my first year at NYU. Like I joined the residence council. Um, I was on like um, IRC, which is like the, all the resident council. The one for my dorm specifically, I was on my school student council so I could meet people. And a lot of my friends I still talk to, I met through through that, as well as my class is just like talking to people. So I promise you will find your people. Just Sometimes you can meet them in the most random of places too. So remember that. And I would say to go along with Sydney's advice of the power of no, equally as important is the power of yes in some scenarios when it comes to doing things that put you out of your comfort zone, like being adventurous. And so, I mean, you, if, especially if you're going to college in a big city, which is one thing I learned, it's like I did a lot of things that I don't regret because I said yes to something that I wouldn't usually say yes to. So I would say like, don't do it because you're scared of missing out. Do it because it's something you want to do. And just like, Test your, just challenge yourself a little. Get, get out of your comfort zone. That is what college is all about in the end. Um, and study. Don't forget to study. And please don't forget to learn stuff. People go to college and they're a freshman and it's also exciting that they forget that why they're there. And that happened to me definitely. I can speak from experience. So um, find passion in like your schoolwork because it's not going to be fun unless you do that either. And that is all I have to say. It's very weird. Undergrad was easier for me than high school. I don't really know why. Okay. Oh, I agree. Yeah, undergrad is easier for me than high school once I stopped making bad decisions. It's okay because um, the law school came along and hit me in the face of this foot. So, <laughs> you know, all in due time. All right, you guys, that is about all the time we have left. Um, we will do another Advice in Public next season, so stay tuned for that. We love you. Make sure to follow us on Crying in Public Instagram and TikTok socials, Crying in Public Podcast, and you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, we are crying in public. Thank you. Good night. Goodbye. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.